Welcome to Birds of a Feather. This episode is brought to you by Heath Film and Photo Studios. Yes. If you want to listen to some amazing content, go over to the app or the platform that you listen to podcasts on, whether that be Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, anything like that, and search for three different podcasts. We got this podcast right here, Birds of a Feather. We also got the You're Good, So We're Good podcast. Also, we have the Shape of Film podcast. Go over there, listen to those podcasts, show them some love, and always remember, if you want to start your own podcast and you don't know how to get started, contact me over at Heath Film and Photo Studios, and I'll produce your podcast for you or get somebody that will, and I'll help you put your podcast out and provide you with the tools to have a successful podcast. Always remember that. Heath Film and Photo Studios. Facts. Welcome, welcome to Birds of a Feather. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Birds of a Feather. My name is Brandon Heath, and I'm across this table from my boy, my roll dog, my A1 since day one, Zacchaeus. What's popping? What does it do? What's popping, bro? I'm living the dream, my G. But Zach, yes. What are we talking about today? Uh, so much, so much. But I know we can start off on the. I know what. I know what. What? I know what. The NBA MVP race. No. We got to start on my boy, the best director ever, Spike Lee. For those of you who don't know. They embarrassed him. Spike Lee is a avid, huge, the biggest Nick fan known to man. Uh, He's the Jack Nicholson of the East Coast. <laughs> so last night, Spike Lee wanted to go to the Nick Rockets game. In Madison Square Garden. So, uh, supposedly, um, well, first there was a video that leaked out all over social media uh, of Spike Lee kind of yelling at, who was it? It was security he was yelling at? Something like that? We, uh, he was yelling at security because of, he yeah. was, they were sent to him. Yeah, he was yelling at security because they were um, sent over to him because he wasn't uh, obeying, apparently, allegedly, new Madison Square Garden rules. Brand new. Brand like new. Less than 24 hours old. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently so they asked him to leave the stadium or they asked him to go a different way whatever whatever and the video was pretty much him yelling and screaming like nah i'm not doing that i'm not doing that blah 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 this morning spike lee goes on first take with zach's boy Stephen a and max kellerman and talks about pretty much what happened and supposedly what happened was was he was a little late to the game you know but he showed up at the game he in the same entrance he's always came in uh, which is the employee entrance, he said, on 31st Street, I believe he said. And uh, he 33rd came. 33rd Street. 33rd Street, yeah. okay. 31st Street was the entrance they wanted to make. They wanted to make, yeah. okay. 33rd Street. And he came in like normal, and um, apparently, like he said, the Madison Square Garden floor is on the fifth floor. So he took the elevator trying to get to Brother the- man from the fifth floor. <laughs> he took the elevator trying to get to the fifth floor. And before he got there, they asked him, they said, or they asked him not to get on the elevator or you can't use this entrance. And he looked at them like, look, I'm Spike Lee. I've been coming here since forever, since Bernard King. So I'm using this. Jumped on the elevator, went to the fifth floor. And by the time they got, he got off the fifth floor, they stopped him and said, now nah, you got to go back. He got very upset. 
He went back. He said, look, I'm not going nowhere. Like, this is the way I always came in. I don't know why y'all tripping. And um, apparently he said that somebody he knew, I guess, pulled into the side like, look, man, you can come with us. We can go to the sixth floor. I will walk you down to the fifth floor. You can get on the floor. And that's how you get on the floor. Listen, Spike Lee spends $300,000 a year on season tickets to sit on the floor. Spike Lee has been going to Madison Square Garden and sitting in his seat for 30 years. Okay? That's for crazy. 30 years. All right? That means Spike Lee has spent over $10 million to the New York Knicks organization to sit on their floor and cheer their team on. They're sorry. <laughs> sorry, team one. That is a disgrace. James Dolan, you are a disgrace. You, you I mean... That is just disrespectful at, at its core. One of your most avid fans, one of your most polarizing fans. Yeah. You embarrass him like that? Yeah. That is ridiculous. The same it thing is. you did to Charles Oakley as well. Yeah. The same exact thing. Well, Oakley, Oakley was doing a few things. They could have handled it better. Definitely could have handled it better. They 100% could have handled it better, and they could have not. They banned him for X amount. I mean, he can go back now, but they banned him for a year or two or something like that. Or they banned him for life, and then they raised it. Um, to just a year or two, or something of that nature. They did ban him for life, though originally, <clears throat> and that's that's Oakley. Yeah, that's what he I'm fought blood, sweat, and tears. New York literally, Knicks. yeah, blood, Facts. sweat, and tears <laughs> Facts. for this organization. Yeah. And you're gonna do him like that? Like that's too much. And then Spike Lee. So here's Spike Lee's argument. His argument is, if you change some rules or something like that, fine. But you got to let me know. You don't wait until I show up at the game and I'm doing the same thing I've been doing for a quarter of a century and then say something. It's like, you got to let me know. And what he said on first take, which is true, he said, if I miss a payment, if if I don't sign up one year, or I miss a payment or something happens for my tickets, <laughs> y'all calling me quick. Spike, blow me up. What's going What's on, What's going Spike? on, man? We need, yeah. to, we, need to, we need to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't y'all hit him up and let him know ahead of time? And then he also mentioned that what was yesterday? Yesterday was um Monday. He mentioned that on Wednesday, last Wednesday, he was at the garden for an event they were holding for underprivileged kids in New York City. So he was at the garden, came in that same entrance for an event that they were throwing, and nobody said nothing to him. Now, a few days later, he does the same thing again, like he's been doing for a quarter of a century, it's and now y'all want to say something. It's an issue, but like I said, it's just disrespect by James Dolan. But, I mean, we'll see how he handles this now, obviously, because it's going to be hot in the news for a little while. So we'll see how he handles it. But yeah. the last, from what we saw previously, if he handles it the same way, he's, I mean, he's definitely, they, they're definitely going to want his head. They already want his head. They already want him to sell the team. They chant all the time, sell the team, sell the team, sell the he's, team. He's they just got a new president team. yesterday. Yeah. And he's not selling the Knicks. He's not, of course. You know, they're, the the most valu- they're, they're the most valuable franchise in sports. Like it's crazy. It's ridiculous. But yeah, Spike Lee, I'm with you, my boy. If you want to come, come on the show, yeah. pull up. Or if you want me to sit next to you for a Nick game, let me know. I'll pull up. The Knicks are trash, though. I go in any entrance you want me to. You want to go see the Knicks versus Sixers? Of course. You guys are bums. We'll speak on that later. <laughs> All right, MVP, MVP race, man. Listen, the MV, the NBA MVP race, I thought it was heating up. And then 
I thought about it and I realized how much out of reach it really is. And then on the other side of that, I also thought like, well, somebody's getting disrespected at the end of the day. Okay, right. give us names, Zacchaeus. Facts. Giannis is in the lead right now. Giannis averages 29.9 points a game, 13.8 rebounds per game, and 5.8 assists. James Harden averages 32, 32.8 per game, 5.5 assists per game, 7.3 rebounds. No, 7.3 assists per game and 5.5 rebounds per game. LeBron is, is LeBron. <laughs> and fourth in the MVP voting is Anthony Davis with... 26.4 points a game, 9.4 rebounds, and 2.5 assists. Listen, I'm going to put it like this. Uh-huh. 2.5 blocks, not assists. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I threw an honorable mention in there to Luca. Luca, Luca, 27.99. But listen, it's hard to catch Giannis in what he's doing, right? Yeah. Everybody understands that he just had the 40, 20, and 5 game the other night in 35 minutes, which never been done before, fastest to ever do it ever. But what LeBron James is out here doing for the Los Angeles Lakers is ridiculous. Yeah. For, and I say that he's getting disrespected just, just because of the fact that he's been doing it at this level, at this caliber, for forever. Forever. So, this race that Giannis is leading right now, I feel like it means nothing anymore in the NBA. Why? Why do I say that? Because LeBron is bigger than the MVP trophy. And to be LeBron James is ridiculous. So Giannis, you can win the MVP trophy again. But everybody who knows basketball, who's really in love with the, with the sport, they know that LeBron James is the obvious MVP answer. Yeah, he, he clearly is. I mean... What he's doing for his team is unreal, but what Giannis is doing for his team is unreal. Facts. Don't and get me wrong. They're both in first place in their respective conferences. But you gotta say MVP MVP means different things to different people. So that's why it's difficult. We need to break down what MVP means to you. Like, in your opinion, what is an MVP? Because a lot of people say MVP also goes off of your record. You know what I mean? Like if you're putting up crazy numbers, but your team is losing, are you really an MVP? You know what I mean? Different things like that. So what does MVP mean to you? It's just different. It, it just it, it depends. I guess it, it just depends on how the season is going, honestly. Yeah. Or how that player how that player is is getting the most out of his team and, and still giving the most as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to me in all like it has to do with the records. It has to do with the numbers. It has to do with all of that. Like, who can perform at the best level? Who, the eye test. We, t- we talk about the eye test all the time. You, yeah. you're, you're big on the eye test, Huge. right? The eye test is simple. Nobody's better than LeBron James. Nobody gets the most out of their team than LeBron James. Yeah. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nobody does the things on the court that he does. But at the end of the day, when was the last time he won the MVP? 2007? Yeah, it's because his greatness has been... He's been consistently great for so long that people are used to seeing it. That's crazy. And that's what I'm saying, bro. LeBron James is bigger than the MVP trophy. Yeah. And, I've, and I've, I'm okay with that. But and here's what MVP to, is. Because you got to think, right? Remember, I used to be upset. Like, yeah, why is he getting disrespected? Why, is he, mm. why doesn't he win MVP? And now I'm just like, it just finally clicked, bro. Like, he's bigger than that trophy. Like, that trophy, they have to pass it around because it'll be, yeah. you can give it to LeBron every single year. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, give it to somebody else. Like, it, it's just crazy. It's ridiculous to be that great. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you. But going back to what MVP means, MVP stands for most valuable player. Right. Now, it's most valuable player of the league. Okay? 
Now, however you want to read that, you can read that. But most valuable player in the league is LeBron James. Facts. He's the most valuable player. Facts. Yeah. Like if you if you broke it down word for word, valuable, yeah. even valuable. Yeah. I mean, he's the most valuable. He's, he's the, the most valuable player. Period. He's the face of the NBA. He just is. Now, for a few years, it was Steph. I'll give it to him. It was no. Not, for the face of the NBA, most valuable to the league. He was new. He was new. He no. was a new. He was a new. That's not a new why. Seed, bro. He was just Steph. New. Steph. The years that he won, he sold the most jerseys. He had the best team. He scored the most points. He did things that no one ever seen before. So those years were like, wow, like this guy is the face of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Now LeBron was still LeBron. He was still doing his thing in Cleveland. He was still doing his thing. He was still carrying his team. But the most valuable player to the NBA was Steph. Right now, the most valuable player to the NBA is LeBron. Giannis is a close second. Harden is a close third. My only my only disconnect with Steph is just the only reason why I thought he was so valuable in that particular time was one that he was new. I'm not saying that he was new to the NBA, but he was new to the level of play that he was playing at. Yeah. Two. He was relatable. He wasn't the biggest guy yeah. out there. He wasn't the fastest yeah. guy out there. He was a he wasn't the, the he average. wasn't the most athlete. He wasn't yeah. athletic at all. He's he not was athletic. an average guy out there hooping. So yes, all the little kids were like, "Oh shit, I can be Steph. I can be little and just shoot all day and be good." Yeah. And I think that's what separated him in that in that short period of time. But the only reason why I was able to separate him was because LeBron James is so great. We've been used to seeing that for so long. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, this is something new, something fresh. Oh, Steph. but that's not the only reason. It doesn't though. discount his greatness. Though. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, he was newer to that that air. You know, to that stratus, he was new, yeah, but that wasn't the only reason. He was also doing things that made people's jaw drop. Like, that was like, yo, this guy is must-see TV. Like, they were on every, no matter who they were playing, the Orlando Magic, they were on ESPN. They were on ABC. They were on TNT. They were on because he was doing things that was like, yo, like, no one has what you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, I, when he first dropped, I was crazy excited. To see yeah, him. it was like wow, like crazy look at this guy. Excited. You know what I'm saying? But now it's LeBron is just it, the thing that makes him most valuable is his age. Like facts for how old he is, thirty five to be doing what you're doing at the level you're doing it. Carmelo was still out here doing his thing, but not nearly what not he was. Not at that level. D Wade is retired. Retired. Kobe's you know what I'm saying? Bosh is gone. You know what I'm saying? All these guys that came in with him are like the few that are still in the league. They're not making the impact that he's making. Not Not even close. So the reason why he's doing that on a number two team in the NBA, number one team in the Western Conference, people writing him in to go to the finals again. You got to think like LeBron. Every time LeBron goes to the finals, he just goes to the finals. Every year. So it's like. You gotta give it to you gotta give it to him, especially because um, Giannis won last year. So I'm like, all right, let's let it let it go back to the to the king. But it's it it won't if they don't give it to Giannis, they'll give it to James Harden before they give it back to LeBron. Really, really? I see. I thought the race was closer than that. It's not the eye test. Back nah, to back to the man. eye test. The eye test is there. The eye test is oh my god! Like LeBron and Giannis are are, are like neck and neck. Well, by the numbers right now, if to, if the, if the the vote was to drop today, James Harden would be at his neck. Because yeah. you got to think he's averaging his scoring margin is thirty four point nine points, bro, by himself. But the voters are media 
influencers, media people. So you have to see not everyone's going off that. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? It depends on what people are going off of. It depends on what their criteria is. A lot of these voters, right? A lot of these people are people that have been watching the game for forever. People that's been taking notes on the game for forever. People that's been going over these notes before they write. Yeah, that's that's what they are, bro. So that's why James Harden is, is second right now. But... It doesn't discount what LeBron is doing, but Giannis, I mean, nobody's going to catch Giannis. Giannis will win the MVP again, period. Needs to be LeBron. It does, though. But it that's what I'm saying. Like, And that's why I'm saying it discounts It discounts the trophy, bro. It di- Le- LeBron is bigger than the MVP trophy. It's official. And he'll, and he'll always be that. Yeah, but that's you saying that. I think the world feels that way too. We should have took okay, a poll. But, but I'm saying what I'm saying is what I'm saying is when it comes out who wins, they're not gonna be shoving a mic in his face like, oh, you won MVP, but this MVP is bigger than LeBron bigger than you. It's, it's LeBron James is bigger than this MVP. But you won. <laughs> Congratulate like no one's gonna be saying they're gonna but be like, yo, say, you won MVP. But guess what? People say the same thing every year. How many coaches do you hear come out at the end of the year and be like LeBron should have won MVP. How many players do you hear come out and be like, yeah, LeBron could have won. She should have won yeah, MVP. They, they have that same argument at the end of every single year. But it doesn't discount the person that wins. They still won an MVP. Because they had an amazing season. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. Giannis, like, it doesn't matter. Giannis is just ridiculous, though. Just to be honest, like that must-watch TV, like he's ridiculous, bro. He is. He really is. And when we come back, we definitely got to talk about um, the Giannis Harden. Because Giannis is ridiculous, but does he have skill? Some might say he doesn't. Birds of a feather. <laughs> Welcome to Birds Welcome of a Birds Feather. FinQuest. FinQuest is the leading accounting agency in the city of Atlanta. Yes, they are. So if you have a business or personal accounting and you need some help, head over and see our friends at FinQuest. That's FinQuest1, F-I-N-Q-U-E-S-T, the number one, dot com. Check them out. Let them know Birds of a Feather sent you. Welcome to Birds Welcome of to a Feather. Zach. Yes, sir. Did you see what James Harden said about Giannis? Your boy. He poked the beast, bro. Like, what? You're, the comments that James Harden made woke up a sleeping giant. All right. Facts. Giannis won MVP last year. This year he was balling out. His team is balling out. But he hasn't been doing it to the level of just drop, draw, like, oh, oh my God, he's balling out crazy. But as soon as James Harden said, "Yo, if I was seven foot tall, I can run down the field. I can run down the um, court and power my way to the basket too." That just that just woke Giannis up, bro. And then he came out and did forty, twenty, and five in thirty five minutes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, bro! And that was dumb because there are a lot of six ten, six eleven, seven foot players Facts. that can't do what that Giannis do does. It. Facts, you're right. And he has a and he slick, has a small jumper now, almost. Uh, nah. Almost. Nah. You have to guard it now. You do have to guard it, though. How far out? He can, shoot, he can pull from three. He, even, remember when he Bro, went five he for six from three in the game? Three. Remember when he went five for six in the game from bro, three? Bro, he cannot pull from three. He can, bro. He, he, has, he has a better jump shot than he had last year, for sure. For, like, definitely. He's definitely took more threes in he, this year than he has in any other, any other year in the NBA. You're bugging. Check, fact check me. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, okay, we agree that would you rather him shoot a three or put his head down and go to the basket? No, of course. You want him to go to the basket. Okay. Up top. 
Every single time. Or shoot a, you'd rather them shoot a three. You say go to the basket. You'd rather them shoot a three. I'd rather him go to the basket every single time. You'd rather him go to the basket? Yeah. He's unstoppable getting to the basket. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying as an opponent. Oh, okay. Would you rather him shoot go to the basket three. or shoot a three? Yeah, yeah shoot a that's three what I'm talking top. about. Yeah. But his three-point <laughs> percentage. Come on, bro. It's you do up. not want him it's to shoot a three. Now, mid-range, kind of mid-range, you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. His mid-range got way better. But his three-point shooting percentage, like, it's bad, bro. It, it it's took bad. a jump this year, though, from his previous seasons for sure. Because he's he's respectable from here now. Like it's not like oh oh we'll just let him shoot all game. It's not really like that. I mean you're gonna have he's to. He's not close when he to respect. Pulls up when he pulls up. You're gonna have to go out there and put a hand up or at least attempt. It's not close to respect. He's not James Harden, <laughs> not dearly. But yeah, but, so pretty much James Harden. Well, first what had happened was mm-hmm. Giannis was kind of clowning James Harden. James Harden allegedly. He didn't say his name. But if you remember during the All-Star, when they were picking their teams, uh, Charles Barkley said, oh, you don't want the dribbler? Giannis said, talking about James Harden, Giannis said, "Mm, I want someone that's going to pass the ball. Coming back, they asked James Harden. They said, oh, did you see what he said? James Harden said, I average more assists than him, right? Rachel Nichols put the numbers up. She's like, oh, yeah, you're 10th in the league in assists. Giannis is 34th. And he's like, so I don't know what's funny. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's well, like, sometimes you also would shoot forty shots a game. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know he's I mean? like, and then he said, you know, if I was seven foot tall, I could run on a dunk too. I actually have to have skill. That's what he said. I actually have to have skill, which is like, why? Why did you say that? To that's me? crazy. And then they went back and asked, you know, Giannis, like, oh, did you see what he said? And Giannis was like, all right, I'm not, you know. I'm not getting into I'm not that. getting into this. He's like, he's a great player. I'm a great player. It's all love. I wasn't trying to disrespect him starting off to begin with. Cap. And he's like, it's all love. Whatever, whatever. Now, no one said nothing. But please believe when they face each other. <laughs> it's going to be animosity. They're going to go at it. Giannis is going to try to drop 50 on him. Facts. And he's going to flex. He's going to he look is. at James Harden. He gonna <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It's going to be real crazy. But getting to the Rockets, though, what is up with the Rockets? They're hooping right now. Balling. Even though last night it they was lost a to crazy. the Knicks. It was a little crazy last night. They came back, though. They I were mean, down by like 21, and they came back. I watched the whole game. But, I mean, they, they killed the interior game, though. They spaced them boys out and killed them down low. Period. Yo. With a skilled big man. And, see, that's what it's going to take, like. In order for him he's to lose, he's not that skilled. No, he's not that. I mean, he's not that skilled, but he's more skilled than the average big man, though. He's more skilled than the average big man. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's going to take. And plus, don't get me wrong, like he's not just a Bobby Portis isn't just a bum. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, he's respectable with the ball, with the basketball. And that's what it's going to take to beat them. Obviously, it's going to take a skilled big man to go down there and do something. He just came back off of, I want to say he was out for a few games and just came back. It was Mitchell Robinson that was really bullying him. He was destroying them down low. How much did he drop last night? Oh, I got to pull up his stats, but um, just watching the game off my favorite test, the eye test. He was dunking on them, grabbing offensive, defensive boards like crazy. But at the same time, besides last night, what the Rockets have been able to do is unreal. Facts. They got Robert Covington playing the four, and they got 
um, PJ, PJ Tucker. Tucker playing the five. I saw uh, James Harden actually jumped for the jump ball last night. And won. For, yeah, he did. He was lit, too. Yo, it's insane. <laughs> like, what they're doing is insane. And, bro, there's no way. There is no way they knew this would happen. There's no way. There's no way they knew that was, this would happen. Like, and it's not going to work at the end of the day, though. They're playing amazing right now. Don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you, bro, when it comes to the playoffs and you're playing a team seven times, let's say the Rockets steal that game one against whoever. They're going to look at each other and figure this out and go, okay, listen. <laughs> listen. Do you think they try to attempt to change things up before they go into playoffs? The, the Rockets? Do you, yeah. Do you think they try to tweak it a little bit? No. They don't tweak. Do you remember Do you remember the year... It wasn't last year. No, it wasn't. Was it last year? No, it wasn't last year. It was the year before last. They were playing the Golden State Warner, Golden State Warriors, and their whole mo still is threes first, layup second, mid range dead last. That's their whole mantra, right? They were in the playoffs. They were playing the Golden State Warriors. They missed a ridiculous amount of threes. It was like for the game, they ended up missing like 40 or 50, something ridiculous. Their percentage was the lowest in history. It was something crazy. Going into the fourth quarter, they were still in the game, though. They were still in the game. And they missed all those threes, and they didn't stop. (laughs) They just didn't. They kept taking threes. They kept shooting threes, and they kept missing. And they just would not go away from it. It goes, it, and, and that goes back to when Carmelo Anthony shot the three when he when he shot a mid range jump shot when he was playing for the Rockets. <laughs> Look to the sideline, Mike D'Antoni said, "I'm sorry, like he forgot that you can only shoot a three or drive to the bucket and get a layup." Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And they wouldn't go away from it, and they lost because of it. You know what I'm saying? So if we stopped right now, the Rockets would play the Utah Jazz in the first round as a four and five seed. If we stop right now. Now, if I'm Utah, I'm not taking Rudy Gobert out. Now, a lot of people would say Utah may be scared and go, oh, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe they'll start Rudy Gobert, but he doesn't get nearly as close as minutes as he's getting now in the playoff run against them. You match their energy. You match their small. I would not match their small at all because you got to think about it. Like, matching what they do, some teams, Kim, Utah is not that team. So I say you keep Rudy Gobert in there, and you have him dominate down low. But see, that's and, and the, there's another side of that though, bro. Because like, what happened if one of those four guards you have out there put him on an island, and like just Mike D'Antoni runs plays all day to put that's either, true. Put James Harden on Rudy Gobert or Russell Westbrook on Rudy, like they're they're going to dominate him. They're both going to have thirty that game. No, that's true. That's true. That's the trade off. It's like on the defensive end, you can do that. On the offensive end for the Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets on offense, that's kind of tough for Utah. But on offense, because, and they're they're ridiculous on offense though. That's the thing yeah. they have. They, everybody can score on the Rockets. Everybody can score. No, yeah, but I'm saying I'm not trying to play their game. So you're telling me if you're if you're the Utah Jazz, would you still start Rudy Gobert as a center if you're playing the Rockets in the first round? I would. Of the yeah. I would. Okay. Would you play him his decent amount of numbers, or would you? Try to match their small. It just becomes tough because if I'm looking on offense, if, am I getting the most out of, out of offense that I can from Rudy Gobert? No, I'm not. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like on the other side of that, their offense is going to score. We know that. Everybody knows that. They have two MVPs on their team. And on top of that, they have everybody on their team can create their own shot. Even P.J. Tucker 
can sometimes when he's not sitting in the corner waiting for waiting for James Harden and Russell Westbrook to pass to him. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Here's what I'm doing. I, I'm playing Rudy Gobert. Um, I'm working on Rudy Gobert. I have him getting some post moves. He doesn't really have post moves like that, but. If he James, has none. Yeah, but if James Harden is guarding you, true, you're Shaq now. Now you be Shaq. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because his defense is ridiculous. Now, if PJ Tucker is guarding him, which he probably will be a lot. But here's the thing, though: the Rockets switch everything. They switch everything. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be times where you'll have Russell Westbrook on him. There's going to be times you'll have James Harden on him. You know what I mean? Robert Covington, things like that. PJ Tucker can stay body to body with him, but them other guys can't. So if I'm Utah, I'm telling him, I'm like, look. We're running inside out. We're going old school basketball on this team. We're going inside out. That's A. B, we're dominating the boards. I'm looking at Rudy Gobert. I'm like, if you don't grab every rebound, every board, you're grabbing every board. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you the Rockets have to pull out of that. If they pull, if they if they come in and pull the first two games out of that playing like this and Rudy Gobert is dominant, get, I'm talking getting just give me at least 20. You know what I'm saying? But, but see, give me 20 boards? Give guess, me 15 boards? Guess what, though? I just I just thought about this. What happened if they're just like, all right, if we have to play the Utah Jazz and they keep Rudy Gobert in there, we just double-team him on offense? No. I don't see why not. Once nah. once he gets the, once the ball goes down there in that post to Rudy Gobert, everybody claps. Here's the thing with He's that. He's a bum. He's not going to be able to be skill and, and get his own shot once everybody claps on him. He's going to have to dish it out to if you Donovan do, Mitchell. Okay, if you do double-team him, depending on if he does his work early. If he does his work early and he gets great position, you double-teaming him means nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. It's yeah, bringing right. a small guy right. next to another small guy. He's going to shoot over two small people. Might you know what I'm saying? Both of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you do – he's kind of thin, so – that's what I'm saying. He may not. You throw a P.J. Tucker Okay, him, but you got Ingles out there shooting too. threes. You got, you got Mitchell out there Mitchell, shooting Michael threes. You know what I mean? You got all yeah. these guys out there knocking down three-point shots. If you if your guys can knock down three-point shots, like they're going to pull away from that quick, and they're just going to put Chandler in there. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Could they get past the Jazz playing this way? Maybe. Maybe. If I'm the Jazz and I'm the Jazz coach, I'm not playing out of their game. I'm just not. But could they get past them? Yes. But once you get to these other big teams – it's not going to work. It's just, it's not. And it's not going to, it's not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Also, playing like that, you're working hard. You're working very hard. Everyone's working 10 times harder now. If you're playing like this and you have no big man that can grab that board and outlet to you, that can protect the rim, you have to play defense on the outside way better if you don't have nobody protecting the rim behind you. Capella was that rim protector. He was. If they got past you, James Harden played no defense. But they got they past had, him. They Capella had to understand punching. that they knew something. If they were just able to be like, "Look, Clint, we're at, like, let's get rid of you. I'm sorry. Nah, we bro. feel like we can win without you." Listen, this is what happened. Ownership was like, <laughs> "Y'all getting fired? The GM's getting fired. Uh, the the coach getting fired. Every year, y'all get knocked out of the playoffs. Um, every year, y'all, y'all don't even make to the finals. You know what I mean? Someone's getting fired. And I think what they said is." You know what? Since we're getting fired, let's just do whatever we want. <laughs> let's go all in. Let's put all our chips in. Let's go all in. Well, it was smart though, man. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. They did not shooting, know that, bro. I know, but it's crazy because Russell Westbrook is shooting forty-seven point three percent from the field, bro. His highest his highest shooting percentage in twelve years. You know bro. why though? He's not shooting threes. Russell, he's into the bucket. Yeah, he's Russell, unstoppable. Russell Westbrook the is the only guy that D'Antoni looked at him and said, "You know what?" 
everyone else shoot a three or a layup. But Russell Westbrook, you can do mid-range. They had to because when he first got there, he was shooting threes, and he was having the worst year ever in his career before the All-Star break. From the three, bro. A few weeks before the All-Star break, he was having the worst career of his year. Many people were saying he shouldn't even been on the All-Star. That's how bad it was. It was bad, bro, starting off. Russell Westbrook. Please. It was bad. But now he's playing amazing. It looks amazing. But I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. You're not playing the Lakers like this. You're not, bro. You Who's going to guard Anthony Davis? Welcome to Birds of a Feather. Listen, listen. Airbnb is a huge company in the United States, Zach. Facts. And some people are sick of having to clean their Airbnb. They're making money, but they're sick of cleaning it, scrubbing toilets, and changing sheets. So, that's disgusting. Yeah. But if that's you... Go over to TurningLightCleaning.com. What they are is a t- Airbnb turnover cleaning company. They will come in. They will clean your Airbnb, and they will get it in tip-top shape for the next guest coming to you. They also have a team of inspectors that come in behind the cleaner to inspect the unit to assure you that your unit is in tip-top shape. If you're interested in these products at all, or these services, I should say, at all, go over to TurningLightCleaning.com, contact a young lady by the name of Britt T, and she will get you started with a fresh quote. Facts. Welcome to Birds of a Feather. Zach. Yes, sir. What's up with your boy? Your boy on the Celtics, the trash Celtics. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Oh, my God. You wish they were trash. He's playing lights out right now, bro. He's Today, today is his birthday. Congratulations, Jason Happy birthday, Tatum. Jason Happy Tatum. Birthday. How old is he, 17, 16? Boy, maybe 15. <laughs> and still going he, out there and dropping look, 40. He looked like he's 15. Listen, man, Jason Jason Tatum is playing at an incredible level right now. He's out. He'll be out sick today um, on his birthday. That kind of sucks. But, I mean, the Celtics have found their number one guy. We know who the number one guy is. Jason Tatum. Kimba Walker. Then Kimba. Then JB. You want you want to get Jason Tatum going. You want to you want the ball to go through Jason Tatum's hands because he's so smooth with it, bro. And he can do anything on the basketball court that he wants to do. Obviously, he's been doing it for the past uh, about seven games. Seven games. Wow. Let's give him the MVP now. No, let's I didn't see. name MVP. Let's see. <laughs> let's see what he let's see what he can do in the playoffs. Let's see what his team can do because every year his team is bitten doink doink out of the playoffs every year. And he's been on the team every year. And y'all have done better? I'm just saying. We talking about the Celtics, bro. We're talking about my team. We're talking about your team right now. And every year, they get knocked out of the playoffs. So let's see what they do this year. All right. Check this out, right? So last seven games, right? He played the Clippers. Had 39. He played Golden State. He had six. All right. He left the game early. Obviously, he only put up eight shots. Next game after that, had 28. Next game after that, had 41. Next game after that, had 36. Next game after that, had 33. Next game after that, had 32. Who were they playing? The, the Clippers. He dropped 39 on them. Golden State dropped stop, six. Wait, stop, 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 wait, 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 wait. He dropped how much on the Clippers? 39. Did they win? Uh, Is that a win? We're not talking about it. <laughs> Listen, you're not about to get me to go down that path. We're not talking about wins and losses here. We're talking right, about the new. Okay, fine. Stardom. No more wins and losses. Go ahead. Who no did play second? 
Then they play Golden State. Golden State Warriors. Yes. He dropped how much on Golden State? He only played 14 minutes. And how much did he drop? Six points. Okay. All Next. Right. Next. Minnesota. And how much did he drop? 28. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Next. Lakers. How much did he drop? 30, 41. And they lost. Next. Portland. How much did he drop? 36. Against Portland. They're not even the playoffs. Yes. Next. Utah. How much did he drop? 33. Did they win? We're not talking about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Houston, 32. Listen, the guy is and a they lost superstar, bro. He's better than Ben Simmons. Their he- schedule is their schedule is light right now. He's not better than Ben Simmons. I totally do, I really do disagree with you. We can argue this all day. I am not, not starting that argument today. Bro, Ben Simmons does more than Jason Hold Tatum. Me. He does <laughs> He does more than Jason Tatum, bro. Ben Simmons does way more than Jason Tatum. Jason, I don't need, I don't care about polls, bro. Them people don't know basketball. I know basketball. Jason Tatum is better than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons will still get you buckets, and he'll get you assists, and he'll guard your best player, and he'll grab you boards. Jason Tatum will do what? I'll drop 28, and we lose. No. Don't put it on Jason Tatum's shoulders like that because you guys have been taking crazy L's. And, Everyone's hurt. And last time that I checked, we were... Third in the East, and you guys were sixth. Sixth. So we'll be playing y'all in the first round. And, and you don't want to, you don't want to play us right now. Oh, uh, I rather especially play, with your identity. I rather play you over Milwaukee. I rather play you over Toronto. I rather play you over Miami. What? Yes. Crazy. Yo, we. I'd way rather play you over those three teams. Now, then, um, Indiana, Orlando, Brooklyn. I rather play all those teams before you. But I definitely rather play you over Toronto, Milwaukee, and Miami, a hundred percent. Well, Miami is just a crazy defensive-minded grit team, and Milwaukee's the best team in the NBA right now. Toronto plays with crazy ass energy. Toronto plays unbelievable. Yes, they do, and they've just played. And together. obviously, Milwaukee is the best team in the NBA. So but, I'd rather play all them three over. But you. we still got a little. We still got probably about a quarter left of the season. Listen. If we play y'all, it's going to be a good series, but we going in on y'all. It's going to be a good series, but we definitely going in on facts. y'all. Facts. 100%. Mr. Foster, that's a fact, sir. But it's too early, bro. Playoffs hasn't even started yet. You got to sit back and wait. Brandon Foster says Boston's not beating the Bucks. Probably not the Raptors either. Facts. It's early. 100%, 100% facts. 200% facts. I didn't put us in the finals yet. Because you're not. You, you're not dumb. I didn't, I didn't put us in the finals yet. I, I will put us in the Eastern Conference finals, though, for sure. If I'm, if I'm starting a franchise, I'm, I'm just going to go back to this real quick. If I'm starting a franchise and they say, would you rather have Jason Tatum or Ben Simmons to start a franchise, I'm 100%, 300% going with Ben Simmons. Because not only will he get me some buckets, but he'll also make everybody else better. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that he's making everybody else better. He doesn't make his team better. He does not. How does he not make his team better? He, he stops does, it in assists. He does. Explain he, that. He doesn't make his team better, bro. How? Because you guys are still playing mediocre. And for, he's been hurt for some reason. He's been hurt since the all. He hasn't played since the All Star. For some reason, for some reason, you guys are having such a hard time getting Joel and be the ball, letting him do the things he needs to do, getting Tobias he's Harris hurt. involved, doing the things he needs to do. Like you guys are struggling over there. Joel Embiid is hurt. Having identity issues. Got Shake Milton coming out and dropping 39 on everybody. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Shake Milton, bro. Who Joel played more Embiid. games in the G League than he has in the NBA. Okay, Joel Embiid is hurt. He's hurt. 
So has Ben Simmons. He's hurt. That's but, what I'm saying right but now. But speaking of your guy, though, shout out to your guy, Shake Milton. Facts. He's carrying the load for us while all our guys are hurt. He definitely he definitely is. And I, and I think I heard one crazy stat when I was watching him play the uh, the Clippers the other night where he made 14 straight three-pointers, bro, over a course of about three games. That's crazy. Yeah. 14 in a He's row? balling. Like, not missing? Balling. Just had 39, though, against, against the Clippers, though. One of the best and defensive teams. One game, of the though. best defensive teams in the NBA. And we lost that game, though. It was a close game we lost. Because he dropped 39 on y'all boys, bro. Yeah. We Jeez. Lost. I don't know, man. I'm just saying – Ball, Jason Tatum is playing unbelievable. He's playing amazing. But if it doesn't result in your team getting W's, then what is the point? Just go ask Bradley Beal. Damn, that was a crazy <laughs> shot. Go ask Devin Booker, too. <laughs> ask both of them. That's true, though. That's true. But we've we still been winning basketball games. We haven't just been sitting there losing, though. I don't know our yeah. I don't know our record. I don't know our record, but we've been we definitely been winning games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, once it comes down to the playoffs, I'm telling you, y'all don't want to see us in the playoffs. Y'all don't. Cause we I would last time we played y'all in Boston, Joel and B dropped forty on y'all boys, dominating y'all down low. Y'all don't want that to happen to y'all again. That's not happening. Y'all don't again. want that to happen That's to y'all again. again. Who's gonna stop Joel and B down low? It's not happening again. Who's gonna stop Joel and B? Nobody. Bro, y'all have we got some defenders that can basketball. slow down Jason Tatum. We got defenders. No, I'm not saying we're going to stop them. I didn't say stop. Notice how I didn't say stop. I said slow down. We got some defenders that can slow down Jason Tatum. We're big and we're long. Pause. And we got some people that can slow him down. That's all I'm saying. No one's stopping that dude. But we're definitely slowing him down. That's our boy Chris, man. Chris commented on Ben Simmons and how he's basically – being an Achilles uh, Achilles heel to your to your team, bro. Sorry, bro. That doesn't matter. He clearly isn't watching Sixer games. I mean, he's not watching Sixer games. It, it, it doesn't matter. He's not watching Sixer games. Listen, when it comes down to it, Ben Simmons. No matter if you sag off of him and want him to shoot, he gets to the bucket and he dunks dunks on everyone's head. Is anyone watching this guy do this? Yeah, he's the most unstoppable big man in the NBA. He is. Nobody's taking that away from him, but. The fact that the way you guys try to utilize him, it's not doing it to his strengths, bro. That's why he doesn't go out and dominate every single game like he should. Well, the small issues we're having, I think we need to go to our coach. We need to fire our coach. I'm sorry, Brett Brown. I know you've been with us since day one. You've been our A1 since day one. Um, you've been you helped us out through the horrible time. He be having panic attacks on the sideline too. He <laughs> needs to be fired. I watch him. He's like want to pull his hair out. Bro. He, he needs to be fired. Who you put in there? Jackson, Mark Jackson, give me Mark Jackson. That's your yes. boy. That is my boy. I would love to have Mark Jackson. Would you love to have Dion Waiters or J.R. Smith on the Lakers? On the Lakers. J.R. Smith. Why? Because J.R. Smith does more than Dion Waiters? I don't believe that. It doesn't matter what you believe. It matters with reality. That's not reality. Either. You and my girl always say that. I don't believe. It, 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 what your, you believe means nothing. Your eye test. We need to talk about reality. Your eye test will prove you wrong. Dion Waiters is a bona fide bucket getter. Dion Waiters can put anybody on an island, can do anything that he needs to do in order to get to the basket. Dion Waiters can score the basketball at will. He can drive to the basket. He can take contact. He can shoot. He can do all of that. J.R. Smith is a 3 and D guy. Two things with Dion Waiters, okay? Number one, can he stay healthy enough to be on the floor? 
No. He doesn't need to be held. He doesn't number need to two, contribute that many minutes to the Lakers. Number Let's two. Let's be honest. We, we're, we're, we need two minutes from two, him. Number two. Can he stay off the weed? That's number two. Okay. And number three, there's a whole other end of the floor. People always forget, like, oh, offense, offense, offense is so big. Offense is so good. What about defense? There's a whole nother end of the floor. There's a whole nother end. And what Ben Simmons gets you is defense. What J.R. Smith gets you is defense. What Deion Waiters gets you is no defense. But he can be the best weed man in the league, though. You need a little man and a little bit of that. Okay, you're taking the weed thing too far, bro. There's plenty of NBA players who've come out and said, hey, I've been successful in this league and I've smoked weed every single day. Well, Matt first of Barnes, all, they're retired. Yeah, they came out and said it They're after not in the league the now. After That's what pack. I'm talking about. But they were saying when they were in the league, okay, they that were doesn't doing it matter. the whole entire time. What's the rule? So What's has, the rule? Yeah, the, the rule is to be clean. You're absolutely okay. right. You're absolutely and, right. And, and if you're not clean and you're caught with some stuff, then you get suspended. That takes away from you being a bucket getter when you're not even on the floor. So okay, we can get technical with it. That's all what I'm day, saying. We're not getting that. Jr. Smith has playoff finals experience. Does Dion Waiters have any? Well, he has one. Yeah, he has a little bit because I think he was on that uh, that OKC, OKC team. team. Yeah. yeah, but that was how many moons ago? Come on now, he probably forgot all. And that the only stuff reason he why Jr. Smith got the experience because he teamed up with LeBron. Okay, so what? Exactly. So Dion Waiters teams up with LeBron and he gets the experience too. No. And on top of that, LeBron gets, in exchange, a bucket getter, a bona fide bucket getter. Somebody that I can say. Does LeBron hey, James need a bona fide what? bucket getter? I mean, you never know how the Does game, LeBron James need a know, ball you stopper? You never know how the game's going. LeBron James doesn't need J.R. Smith. But the question is, LeBron, J.R. Smith, Smith or Dion Waiters? exactly what they do. They got two guys that can take it to the rack and can shoot. But we'll kick out. LeBron James is historically a drive and dish guy. He is. He drives and dishes to J.R. Smith, who shoot the three. You pass the ball, J.R. Smith will keep that ball swinging. And J.R. Smith can go get a bucket if he needs to. He can, okay? He can. Now, as good as he used to maybe when he was five a Denver? Year, no. <laughs> maybe five years But he ago, can bro. still go get a bucket. What the last thing LeBron James wants is to pass it to Deion Waiters and him to shake and bake you and go one-on-one. That's the last thing LeBron but, wants. See, he's not. But he throws it to Anthony Davis to go one-on-one. He's not going one-on-one. He's not, he's not passing the ball to so Deion So what are your benefits is go going on Zach? No, he's t- telling Deion Waiters to come in and be a playmaker. Who Deion, That's what Deion Waiters does. Why do, they need, a, why do they need a playmaker? They need an additional playmaker. They can't, hope, they can't hope LeBron be their only playmaker for the whole entire season. Anthony Davis. Kyle a playmaker, Kuzma. Bro. About somebody that can come down and control the floor, control the offense, control the pace of the offense. He's bro. not controlling you put, anything. You can put the basketball in Deion When was the Waiters? last time you seen Deion Waiters play a game? When was the last time you seen him play a game? I, the last game he played in Miami when he came back, I, I seen him come in and actually get a bucket. He played for like five minutes. Welcome to Birds. And show Love. Outfitters. Show Love is the Urban Outfitters of Atlanta. And they are there spreading love and showing love to the world go check out some of their merchandise that they have you can order online it will be delivered to your front door check out show amor c-h-e-a-u-x-a-m-o-r on instagram or showlove.com check them out tell them birds of a feather scene welcome to birds of a feather So, Deion, Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, we're back to it. Here's my points. Okay. I'll give them quick. Okay. 
playoff and final experience, way more playoff and final experience goes to J.R. Smith. Facts. Does more on the basketball court goes to J.R. Smith. Lies. He plays on both sides of the floor. Does Deion Wade is playing on both sides of the floor? He's a lie. J.R. Smith. Uh, why are you studying li- over your words? J.R. Smith is a liability on defense too. Let's why? Not- Says who? He's not a lockdown defender, bro. Okay, I never said he's a lockdown defender, but he's a 30 times better defender than Deion Waiters. You're going to fight me on that. I'm not. Okay, so he does more on the floor than Deion Waiters. He No, he does more on defense, bro. And on offense. No, he does not, bro. No, he does not. Okay, no, who he does stays not. healthy? Er, the, best avi- uh, uh, the best ability is availability. And who's more available than Deion Waiters? J.R. Smith. Okay. So what is your argument for Deion Waiters right now? I can get more on the offensive side of the ball from Deion Waiters than I can from J.R. Smith. If I needed to, if I needed to give LeBron a break and I need to say, J.R., I mean, Deion needs you to go out there and give me some buckets. Can you do that? He can do that. He can't his do that. Own. He can't do that. On if he can't own. get on the floor if he's not healthy. J.R. Smith's got to fight through weed. swing. He got J.R. Smith got to fight through screens. He got to come around. You know what I'm saying? They got to draw a play like. J.R. Smith you has more experience. And J.R. Smith has 30 times more experience with LeBron James. Who's fighting for Deion Waiters right now? The guy's trying to fight to stay in the league. Well, you're absolutely right, and neither guy is signed yet. So <laughs> I guess we have to sit back but who and wait. has a workout in the next few days with the Lakers? J.R. Smith. So the Lakers agree with me. They both just worked out. Yesterday. Deion Waiters had a workout with the Lakers? Yes. Deion Waiters was the first one to have a workout with the Lakers. With the Lakers. They ain't picking him up. Guarantee <laughs> that. All they're going to do is take his blood and say, yo, so you've been, you haven't been smoking Deion Waiters. Like, oh, wait. Hold on. Pee in this cup. No. Oh, speak, oh. Speaking of blood, though, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder has solidified that third date. And what did I say last time? You don't want to see it. This is all a scam, bro. This is all to make money. July 18, 2020. That's actually my mom's birthday. Um, they're okay. going they're, they're to have the rematch. Check this out, though. This, this, is, birthday. this is a unique This is a unique stat, though, right? So the split for this fight is 60-40. The previous fight was 50-50. But this one is 60-40 because the winner gets more. Yeah, but that makes sense to me. I just don't agree with that, though. Why? Well, Deontay Wilder bought Tyson Fury back to relevance. Deontay Wilder is the reason that Tyson Fury was able to get back in shape, turn his life around, and get back into the ring and now become a household name once again when he already sold himself to the wolves. And that's why it was 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now it's 60-40. And, and I, just, I just don't think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. Because Fury whooped up on him. He did. You got to think about it from that's your. Think about you, though. Think about you, right? Yeah. If you beat a guy in a fight and the guy wants to fight you again, I'm like, okay, I'll fight him again. I just want more money. That'll be the first thing you say. I, I'm the champ. I get more money. When the, the Golden State Warriors or the LA Lakers, whoever wins the finals, when they win, the next year they get shown on TV more. They get championship rings. You get extra money. You get benefits when you win. And this is his benefit he gets when he wins. It makes sense. It's just not fair. It makes Life isn't the, fair, Zach. It makes all this. What do you tell your son? You're going to tell your son, hey, life is going to be fair no matter what. And if it doesn't, the number one thing you say is life isn't fair. And then they'll give you what you want. No, life isn't fair. That's the way it is. You already know how I feel about my son, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fit to go down that line with you. But 
I am going to say, I just think that, you know what I'm saying? It should have been 50-50 again. If I bought you here and I put you on this platform, I'm you're here because of me. I mean, I don't care if you beat me up last time. This is something new. This is the third fight. We, yeah. drew, we drew the first time. Yeah, you won the second time. Okay, cool. Now, this is the third fight. It should have all been even at the end of the day, period. Everything's split down the middle. Now, if he was the champ doing his thing. He is the champ. If he was doing his thing before Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder kept calling him out. And he was like, all right, fine, I'll fight you. It'll be one thing. But you came to Deontay Wilder. And he was like, uh, all right, cool, whatever. I'll yeah, for the first two. I'll give you some bread. But now I want the third one. But I don't, I don't think it's politics or anything like that. I just think it's a it's a fight that we need to see because we don't see that that much good need boxing anymore. To see it, yeah. Do you see good boxing anymore? No, but we've seen this fight twice already. Now we want to see it a third time. They make it so much money off. Who you. would you like to see? Who would you like to see fight? Do you want to see a Conor McGregor uh, Floyd Mayweather fight, like fight? You ready? Yes. I would like to see Brandon Heath versus Zacchaeus Bennett. Pay per view, a hundred dollars a pop. I get sixty, you get forty. <laughs> well, first you will lose that fight. Secondly, bro, first of all, I would do fifty fifty. I'm a businessman at first off top. That's me. That w- that would be lit though. Maybe we should do that and get some. Views. You got you you got the reach on me. Listen, you got the reach on me, but I got the weight on you. Yeah, but I don't care about weight though. My 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 punches w- would we would be harder. Here. Headgear and gloves. No headgear? I ain't no punk. Uh, <laughs> I ain't no punk. No headgear. Yeah, I got weight on him, which means I got weight on my punches, which means I knocked you out in the first round. Dang, bro. How you know I didn't used to box? I know you didn't used to box. <laughs> I guess you're right, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't used to box either. I didn't used to box. You're I'll right. be tired. Second round, I'll be... <gasps> bro, we need a break. Yeah. <laughs> Because I will be on the same. I will be on the same. Look. Oh, man. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. I want to see that fight. I want to see Khabib whoa, versus oh, oh. Floyd Mayweather. You know what? I do want to see a fight. You're right. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, but UFC. Damn. That's not fair. Well, it wasn't fair when Conor McGregor came over to boxing. Conor would literally kill him, bro. That And... And May- Mayweather killed him in the boxing ring. So now it's only fair, fair, fair that Mayweather go over to UFC and play well, Conor. We're saying fight fair. Conor. That's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But, bro, nobody wants to see that, bro. I guarantee you everyone will want to see that. Guaranteed. He will get destroyed. Everybody would love to see that. I would that. be heartbroken for him, bro. Like, bro, you about to get in there with Conor, bro. He finna destroy you, bro. But everyone said the same thing about Conor coming into the boxing ring. They're like, yo, Mayweather is going to destroy you. He got destroyed. And that's what Mayweather did. He didn't get knocked out. but He didn't get knocked out. At the end, though, he was there, though. Because if Floyd would have caught him probably about two more times, he would have dropped. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mayweather beat him by a landslide. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way Conor would probably do him in the the, He wouldn't make it out the the, first uh, round. Floyd, Floyd, yeah, Floyd wouldn't make it out the first round. But you got to think about it, though. And Floyd is a defensive. Safe. Boxing is safer, too. It is. But Floyd is a defensive fighter. He so is. he, I, I got him making it in the first round if he does UFC. No, bro. He's no, a defensive yeah. fighter as a boxer. He's not a defensive fighter as a mixed okay, martial artist. Okay, but don't you think they would bring him in and he would pay millions of dollars to train? To train. He would. And to figure that out. Now, I'm not saying he'd win. I'm not saying he'd win at all. But he'd definitely go more than one round, I think. I've seen Conor McGregor knock out Jose Aldo in six seconds. 
I've seen I mean, he Conor ready. McGregor knock people out in less than a minute. Bro. I've always I've also seen Conor McGregor get knocked out. What? I haven't seen him get knocked out in less than a minute. Fourteen seconds. And Cowboys yeah. like the toughest of them all. Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, but this is Floyd Money Mayweather. Right. And he's a defensive boxer. That's all I'm saying. Now, again, I'm not saying Floyd would win at all. But I'm saying. I'm just saying he would go more than one round. I'm just saying. What happened? He's a boxer, right? He's. Yeah. He's not a mixed martial artist. Yeah, yeah. So no, let's yeah. just say you're right. He paid a couple million dollars and trained up for four months, right? It would be longer than four months. I don't know how long their little training it, Well, it, it depends on what he asked for. Months. Mayweather would ask for longer than four yeah, months. Yeah, like a year. He's been I'll a probably, retirement. I probably would ask for a year. <laughs> At least. Like, but to get in there with Conor, bro, and if he gets you on the ground, you're done. Like, that That would be a fight. You're absolutely right. Now that I think about it, yeah. I would want to see it, but you got to get Floyd time, though. Like, yeah. it's not something that you can do and be like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll fight him for four months, three months. No, I need to see him train for a year. Like, I need to yeah. I need to literally see him Watch and, him. like, <laughs> post videos, me knowing that, okay, when you get in here, you're going to be okay. Like, at least, yeah. at least you'll make out the first round. You're right. I, I want to see that. That's what I would want to see. And that could happen, but the money for Mayweather, he would ask for a ridiculous amount. Mayweather would be million. like, look. But he paid Connor a hundred. God, I'm gonna have to ask for something crazy. He paid Connor a hundred million for getting in the ring with him. Well, he didn't pay, but the world did. Yeah, the so world. it's like <laughs> So it's like I don't know, but we'll be right back. Birds of a feather. Welcome to Birds Welcome of a birds Feather. If you are out there and you're sick of going out to the barbershop or going out to the hair salon to get your hair done, and you rather kick it in the crib, watch your kids, watch TV, and have someone come to you and do your hair? Facts then you need to go over and download an app on the App Store, on the Google Play Store. It's called Clip and Whip. You go over, you download that app, you jump on, you find a local barber or hairstylist, they come to you. Yes, they pull up to your crib, they come up in your crib, and they cut your hair and do your hair, and you pay them all through the app, Zach. That's lit. Facts. So go over to Clip and Whip. Or contact my man, my road dog, Miguel, and he'll get you set up. Welcome to Birds Welcome of to a feather. feather. Why are we still talking about Tom Brady? I'm so sick of it. Because, man, you have to understand, first of all, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback to ever do it. And he's the biggest cheating quarterback to ever do it. Go ahead. Facts. But on the other side of that, I mean, Tom Brady, it's exciting because he's Tom Brady. It's exciting because he has six championships with one team. It's exciting because we haven't seen him in a different uniform. It's exciting to fathom what he could bring to another team that's almost there i'd put any amount of money on tom brady not going nowhere else now i i actually want to have that conversation so i've been listening to, i've been listening to this free agency stuff obviously there was a clip yesterday that came out of tom brady julian edelman i want to say they were enjoying a baseball game or a basketball game and cameras caught both of them on facetime with mike vrabel for those of you that don't know, Mike Vrabel is the head coach for the Tennessee Titans, but played an extremely long amount of time with the New England Patriots with Tom Brady and was able to win some of those championships with him. So they're kind of like uh, championship brothers, basically. So yeah. there's speculation out there that they have that relationship that the Tennessee Titans can really lure Tom Brady away from the Patriots because of that relationship. Now, I'm thinking further and further into this, and I've been thinking about this Tom Brady thing, but... I kind of agree with you, bro. I don't – there's a part of me – I'm like 60-40 split right now that I'm just like, I know all these stories are out there, but 
I just don't think New England, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, or Robert Kraft can walk away from this right now. Yeah. I just I, I just don't see it happening. No. It's not going to happen. It's just not. That's like Michael Jordan leaving the Bulls and going to the Clippers. It's like Kevin Durant being up 3-1 on the Warriors and then going to join them the next year. Like, who? when does that happen? Oh, shit. It happened. Jeez. I mean, Michael Jordan retired, came back, and played for the Wizards at 41 years old. Facts. And it still let, still let him in score, and they made the playoffs that year, too. Yeah, but... Tom Brady's not going nowhere, man. He's not. He's definitely not going to Tennessee. Well, why? They're that's all they're missing. That's that's the only thing that they're missing is a quarterback, a consistent quarterback that can get the ball down the field. You already have King Henry back there, so it's not like you're asking Tom Brady to come in and throw the ball forty times a game. You're asking him to come in. Basically, you're asking him at this point in his career to come in and for the Tennessee Titans alone, that one team alone. You're asking him to come in to be a game manager, and that's the best game manager I've ever seen in my life. And if you're if I'm Tom Brady and I'm 42 plus and I'm thinking about longevity in my career, or I'm thinking about, OK, not even longevity. I just want to go out and win another championship with weapons and it not all be on me. The Tennessee Titans is a perfect fit. You have a stout ass running back. You have Amazing a great wide defense. Receiver. You have a you have a nice young wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And then another one on the other side who, who just got drafted two years ago. That's up and coming. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not? Like, why? Ryan Tannehill was able to. Do it and look oh, look so what that did. Of sacks. Yeah, and, and think about it. Ryan Tannehill is going to get paid this year because he's a free agent. So Bro, all this stuff Titans can sound good. Or somebody else is going to pay him. All this stuff can sound good, but Tom Brady's not going nowhere. He's just not. If bro. he does, where would you like to see him though? Like, what team to you would, would like fit? Like, would, okay, I can see Tom Brady playing on that team. The Bears? No, the he, he's not, he's not going to want to pay in that cold all the time. He doesn't want to go. He don't want John Gruden to be his coach. He's already said that today's release was Antonio Brown. If they could get the Raiders, get him back, he wants to play with Brown again. That was today. Uh, yeah, but he ain't going. He's not leaving to go to the Raiders just to play with Antonio Brown. John Gruden? Because Antonio Brown is a head case. John Gruden? No one knows if Antonio Brown is going to last just to the Just get to the season. John Gruden. Yeah. He, John Gruden is a dictator is a dictatorship type coach a, a good dictatorship type coach but he's that type it's his way or but the he, highway yeah but he's not gonna be like that with tom brady he would not be like that with tom brady i don't know he might feel like he's big he might feel like he's better than him yeah he's not he would or not why not go play brady. with mike Vrabel where you can have fun my boy oh don't yell at me we boys remember, remember i got you that championship yeah all and, right, then, cool. and then and then and then king relax. henry let me coach and then king henry goes down which running backs with as many carries as he's getting, you're right. They get hurt often. Okay, he goes down. Now what? But that's the perfect quarterback to put it all on. It'd be like, oh, in the middle of the season, Kyler went down. Oh, okay. Who, who do we have? Oh, shit. but does Tom Brady Tom want Brady's that? The greatest quarterback with all the time. Tennessee Titans. He never had weapons in, in New England. He made them better. Why do people say that? He did have weapons. Yeah, okay. He didn't have weapons this last season, but he definitely had weapons. He did. I mean, he did. But I mean, over if, if we look at over time. Of the New England Patriots and all the championships that he's won, uh-huh. he hasn't had that like go-to guy that was able to make a huge difference every single year. Yeah, not no, not every single that's, year. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like more often times than not, like more times than not, he didn't have anybody. Basically, he's always had solid stud receivers. Or did he always make them? 
Because who was Wells Welker before you played with the Patriots and Tom Brady? Who was Gronk before you played with the Patriots and Tom Brady? Who was Julian Edelman before you played with the Gronk Patriots and Tom Gronk is that Brady? dude, though. The only person that was somebody before Tom Brady that I know of is Randy Moss. This is what needs to happen, okay? Tom Brady needs to stay, and the Patriots need to do what my boy Stephen A. said and bring in Jameis Winston. What? Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, the backup Tom Brady. That's definitely Belichick will sit here and whip him into shape. Mm-hmm. He got a crazy ass arm. Jameis Winston. What was that stat? Jameis Winston played, what, 70, 70 or 77 games, something like that? And he threw 88 interceptions. Yeah. Third most touchdowns, first most interceptions. Last year, he had 30 <laughs> touchdowns uh, and 30 picks. <laughs> that's crazy. That was that meme. It's crazy that he had 30 touchdowns, though. And then it's like, wait, you had 30 picks, too? <laughs> like, that's Ah, uh, don't talk about that. I had 30 touchdowns. He's like the perfect sorriest quarterback ever. Yes, he'll come out and raise your team. Oh, my God. James Winston just scored two touchdowns. Oh, my God. Oh, my. oh he threw four picks. <laughs> <laughs> The next four downs. It's Bags. hilarious. So Jameis, so Jameis Winston goes to the Patriots. Yeah. Now Jameis went. Now I don't think that would happen if Tom Brady leaves. There's no way the Patriots are gonna have Jameis Winston replace Tom replace Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> but there's nobody you can bring in though. What do you mean? Think about that. This think about coming in the media and saying I'm the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots after Tom Brady leaves. Philip Rivers, he's the only quarterback that I can say home. that can get in there and people will respect and be like, okay, well, let's see what you can do. Like other people be like, oh, this guy, you bought in this guy. <laughs> Tom Brady just left. You bought in this guy. Like Philip Rivers, is the only person that I'll be like, okay, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. Isn't Philip Rivers just as old as Tom Brady? Basically, why yeah. would you bring in Philip Rivers and let Tom Brady go for a last run? At that it? makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to me either. I was just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you might as well keep Tom Brady because Philip Rivers is old as shit. Um, Philip Rivers probably has like two or three years left on him. Probably not even. Probably a year. Now you now you bring in a Drew Brees type, you or you bring I mean? in a Teddy Bridgewater. What about Mariota? Ooh, I don't know about Mariota. Uh, he he does. You're absolutely right. He's going to go somewhere, but I don't. Is he going to go somewhere and be a starter though? Yeah, I don't, that's the thing. I don't think tur- unless unless he making. goes to the Ravens, he'll be a legitimate. He'll be a legitimate second. Like he'll fit perfectly into that offense. RG three is a legitimate second. He is. Is he? He, gonna, fit, is he, he fits go- the offense perfectly. I wonder if he's gonna, if he's going to be no. there again this year. And Teddy's room when he goes to San Diego. Uh, if I was Teddy, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not leaving New Orleans. Why do you say that? I have Michael Thomas, bro. I know you you love Michael Thomas. Yes, but listen, I do. But listen, all I'm saying is you said, and I quote, I guarantee it, Teddy Bridgewater will be a starting quarterback somewhere else next year. Fact. Somebody's going to give that. him bread. Somebody's going to give him bread. You said but that. But if I was him and it wasn't the real bread and I didn't have a real weapon there. You would wait for Drew Brees to leave. Period. I would say, I'm good. That's a lot of bread, but I'm good. I'm straight because guess what? No, you wouldn't. You take the bread. Shut Bro, up. Oh, first of all, take the bread and start somewhere else. First of all, he's the highest. You pay- can get money and start. First That's of what all, quarterbacks want. Guess what? If you can get money and not even have to get hit, you want that too. T- Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup in the NFL. Teddy Bridgewater already had money. You forgot he was a first round pick. And on top of that, like I said, he just became the highest paid backup in the NFL on a one year deal. You feel what I'm saying? So on top of that, 
Now, somebody's going to go offer him money. You're absolutely right. But if I'm him and, and I don't have a legitimate go-to weapon that I know is young and going to be there and be able yeah, to make Yeah, well, I guess it depends me, on where he goes. Why the hell would I leave? Why okay. would I leave and I still got Taysom Hill back there? Why would I leave I got Alvin Kamara? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it doesn't make sense when I know Drew Brees has, what, two years at most left? It, well, it depends. It depends on what team would pick him up. That's what I'm saying. Like, now, don't get me wrong. Let's say a – shit. A Tennessee Titan came at me. I'll probably like. I mean, I don't know because I don't know how much. I, I don't really believe too much in Derrick Henry carrying his team for years to come because he's a running back and he's big as shit and huge. yeah, it's gonna find, it's gonna catch up to him one day. But Which let me let me think. What team can I really see Teddy leaving and going to? Yeah, Keenan Allen. He got Keenan Allen, Melvin Steelers, Gordon. Receivers. Good defense. Good great line. defense. Decent, decent running back. He fits there, but I'd stay like you said. Great defense, though. I wouldn't stay. I'm staying. I don't care. None of those teams sound better than Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and Michael Thomas. Okay, and who's had them guys the past few years? Drew Brees. Facts. And has he been able to get it done? No. I'm leaving. Teddy was undefeated. Okay, that was in the regular season. This regular last season time, numbers and stuff. Time, I mean, yes, he played amazing. Last time he, played, he, played, last time he played and started for them, he won. Okay, but in the regular season, all I'm saying is if Drew Brees couldn't get it done with those guys you were naming, why am I going to take a pay cut? Because he could get paid. I understand he's the highest paid, but he could get paid more if he goes somewhere else. Facts. He yeah, paid a sure. lot more. He's the highest paid backup, not That's the highest paid quarterback. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He could get paid some more. So I'm, legit, I'm theoretically taking a pay cut with – Older guys that I'm not even sure are still going to be there because all all those guys don't have guaranteed contracts for the next three four years to come, and being on this team that Drew Brees couldn't even take him to the to the Super Bowl. But what about the organization though? What about a great coach in Sean Payton? What about a, a, a great organization in New Orleans Saints? A great fan base? You know what I'm saying? Like what about those kind of things that that are more than than the money? Because it, at some point when you're at a certain level of success hmm. as a professional athlete, you stop thinking about the money you start thinking about i want to win i want to be with a nice organization i want to you know what i'm saying and i think with the saints he has that bro personally but i mean like i said we'll just see we'll just see what what they throw at him though but i can't i but i still guarantee tom brady stays it works out he stays guaranteed there's no way he's going anywhere else you will not see tom brady in any other jersey Besides a cheating New England Patriots one. So today is March 3rd, 2020. I guarantee it. And Brandon Heath, my co-host, is saying that Tom Brady will not go anywhere. He guarantees that. Guaranteed. So I would like to see the comments fill up. What are we going to have this guy Brandon do when Tom Brady leaves this team? Whose jersey? No, I can't wear cheaters. No, jerseys. no, no. I'll make no. I'll make him wear a Cowboys a Cowboys jersey. Thank you for listening to Birds, Birds of a feather. feather. We will be back next week, my peoples. Deuces. Birds of a feather. Birds of a feather.